Welcome to the Podcast Potables Network. You are listening to Pucks and Potables, brought to you by the Andrew Boss team at Berkshire Hathaway. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at PucksPPN and on Instagram and untapped at Process Potables. Check out our other shows on Twitter at Process Potables, at Powerbombs PPM, and Popcorn PPN. Process Potables has a new episode coming out this weekend. Powerbombs as well as Polyphony are out now. For news, blog posts, info on breweries we've worked with, and more, check out www.processpotables.com. Pucks and Potables is on tap. Cheers, everybody. The Capitals have won all three games. Wait, the Caps have won all three games? Uh, yeah, so... Against that, the Flyers? That's not right. That's not right. We beat them like 7-1. You're one. looking up like, what, 2011 oh. or something? Way to be professional. Out, right. uh, you son of a Edit that out. I'm sorry. Yeah, edit that out. I'm not actually going to do it. I want you to sound dumb. <laughs> oh, okay. Sound no, dumb. it's cool. That, that's, if there's one thing that helps a podcast, it's undermining the intelligence of the host. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Mason, Mike, and Dan here. Um, new episode of Pucks PPN. Pucks and Potables. I think I'm so used to saying it with the, with the Twitter name now. Um, yeah, uh, basically, hockey is back at some capacity, so... Uh, we're going to talk about the the upcoming schedule, the upcoming games, uh, what our thoughts are, um, and really what the impact might be um, with uh, you know even the the upcoming season. So, how's everybody doing? I am doing just fine. Just fine. Yeah. Good week, for Dan. Everybody. How are you doing? Sunday fun day, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I got a little little sip of sunshine here. Mm-hmm. Very tasty beverage. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Mason, for bringing this to me today. Well, it's funny, like. Uh, with, you know, I think with being in quarantine and, and having Vermont beers actually, f- you know, finally being distributed in New Jersey, it's, uh, you know, it's made quarantine a little less terrible, you know. I've been drinking so much lactose IPAs and sours and New England IPAs, mm. all these sweet things that once once you get on that kick, and I love all those beers tremendously, but, you know, you drink a beer like this, which is nice and bitter, super hoppy like no fruit bullshit no lactose no nothing like it really makes you like appreciate like back when you first started and you, and you learned what an IPA was mm-hmm. and you're just drinking you know like beers that got that right and this is this is very delicious very refreshing but still is just like that no bullshit like this is just mm-hmm. a good beer beer see i'm just bitter that i went over and brought us a nice four pack of neshaminy <laughs> creek brewing the shape of hops to come and i'm the only one drinking it so i know where oh, I i'm stand. gonna drink one i love that okay beer. good i was gonna say because i know where i stand in this household if i'm not getting respected <laughs> in such a way you stand uh, at the bottom in this household fair. regardless of anything that happens after what you've put me through so far today <laughs> that's tough but fair hey you want to talk about what, you, what i put you through no, no. you sure can, play by play on the video can we not can we okay. like yeah, you know fair. if the flyers win the cup yeah we can do an entire episode on it on what Mm-mm. on on both things both of things where they come out of a, a reddit video and a deceased famous oh biker bmx biker okay <laughs> gotcha okay why do you guys do this to me you chose me uh, that, that is that's very fair uh yeah i mean so the the whole reason we're here is to discuss the uh, the upcoming schedule and everything i mean the we can dive right into it you know, as you know, as far as I'm aware, the the the, the recent news we were looking at an August second start date for for the Flyers uh, in hockey. A little bit more happening beforehand, um, according to uh, the NHL schedule. Uh, July 13th, tra- uh, training uh, training camps open. Uh, July 26th, clubs travel to the hub city. Um, we can bring up the the hub cities yep. in a little bit. Um, July 27th, mandatory off day. July 28th starts exhibition games. Um, and that goes from July 28th to the 30th. 
uh, July 31st, uh, another off day slash practice. Um, and then August 1st, the Stanley Cup qualifiers begin, and the Flyers' first game is August 2nd against the Boston Bruins. Uh, what are your thoughts so far uh, in regards to the schedule, uh, Mike or Dan? The, I mean, what, in terms of the Flyers' schedule? I mean, I, I don't have any particular thoughts in terms of, like, the lot the things we're lined up against because we kind of knew going into it that mm-hmm. these are the four teams we're going to be competing against. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested. Uh, I know we were talking about it on the way over. If I, I'm viewing this very much as the start of a new season in terms of the way the Flyers have come out in the past couple of years, starting a season has always been kind of a slow start. So I'm a little worried that, you know, all this time, I'm going to say off, but everyone knows what, what I mean, mm-hmm. um, might impact the ability to perform at the highest level. Um, that said, uh, I think, uh, again, there's we can't, we only stand to gain from this round robin um, mm-hmm. for our seating. So, um, you know, it's I'm going to enjoy it either way. I'm not going to be super upset if we lose all four we're still in the same position that we were coming into it mm-hmm. so yeah I mean I, I think as a Flyers fan uh, again we've had it in numerous conversations you know you're, you're as optimistic as you can be you know <laughs> yeah, reasonably. Uh, but even with even with coming into something like this you kind of discuss uh, coming back from like an entire season right. but not just coming back you know for the beginning of the season has been a struggle for the Flyers you look at say like a like a Christmas break or an yeah. all-star break you know they'll they'll come in with like high momentum and there's almost like a cock. I don't know if it's a cockiness or if it's just getting back into the swing of things. Like, oh, we came in from like a, in a cockiness in the sense of, oh, we're coming from you know a three game win streak. Right. You know, you know, we're we're back to it. Let's keep that momentum and you know their confidence is up. And then it just <laughs> slowly but surely diminishes <laughs> after that. Sorry, it doesn't diminish. It sets into reality. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, we no. suck. But like trying to find the positives, which is not usually my thing, but I'll try it here. Damn, I'll, oh my I'll, gosh, I'll give this a shot and if. It, doesn't work please let me know because it's Mm. very possible Mm. one this break is completely unprecedented for any team so everyone has that same baseline so the flyers do historically have that same kind of issue but fortunately here every team's having to go through that kind of thing and what's good is the way this is set up with us only playing these round robin games i think is that you're basically right away you're going to get a reality check and you're going to get to know what you need to work on and what you have to fix right away. Like if you were jumping in, let's let's say for the Sixers, for example, who are playing a very, you know, you know, smorgasbord of teams, some good, some bad, you know, they could have a game where one team doesn't have half their guys showing up, some of them are injured, they absolutely stomp this this team, and it doesn't really give you a, a real sense of what you need to work on what you did because sometimes like you can just stop somebody and you don't actually know how that's gonna translate to when you play a contending team. Mm-hmm. The Flyers are gonna face the best teams right off the bat. Yeah. So even if they don't come out of the box firing, which I kind of have some faith that they will to some degree, that's nice. That they're going to be able to figure it out quick. If they come out and we're like, oh no, what are they doing? That at least then they're going to have that film. They're going to be able to figure out what they were doing that worked, what they were doing that didn't, and they're going to have time to adapt to it. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. And not- it. Go ahead. Oh, I was in, just, just going to add that not, not only that, but we're playing, in my opinion, I mean, I think almost numerically the best teams in the league, period. Because mm-hmm. obviously the Eastern Conference is, is unbelievably strong, let mm-hmm. alone the Metro itself. 
Um, so, I mean, it's that, yeah, like Dan said, it's going to be a wake up call to how we stack up. I mean, if you look at how we performed against these teams throughout the year, I mean, I, I hear a lot of people talking about the Boston matchup it was like, oh, we, you know, I look at all the times we won against them. They were all like extremely close games, whether mm-hmm. they were overtime or, or shootout or whatever. Yeah. So there's nothing is really guaranteed. The, the game that I'm most looking forward to is the, uh, the lightning game. Uh, the lightning are the scariest to me. They're, they're mm-hmm. my scariest team in the whole league because of the, up, the, up, the, uh, upside they have as a yeah. team well they're definitely the this i think they're the scariest team of the three that we face you know i mean the the flyers have beaten the bruins in the regular season uh they they won all the narrowly all the, narrowly if yeah. very fair now with the caps they beat them uh i wouldn't say it was a four i was gonna say it's either three or four the caps have pushed our shit in at least once this year right there's been a few games that uh actually let me yeah, I mean, you, you pull it up, but... Yeah, yeah. You well, know, fl- I know the Flyers smacked them a couple times, and if we're going to talk about historically the Flyers starting out, so we have to also talk about the fact that this is the kind of setting and the time of year that Tampa Bay chokes all the time. So if you want to bring in historical relevance, Tampa Bay are choke artists in this situation. The the true test of how good the Flyers can be in the playoffs is really going to be that Bolts game, yeah. the, the final game, most Absolutely. definitely. Um, and according to the schedule, that is on August 9th, with the Caps and Flyers game being August 6th, and of course, again, uh, August 2nd being the Bruins and Flyers yeah. uh, taking it on there. So Now, looking at the schedule, it's obviously it's not just the, the, the Flyers in this, but at least on the East, uh, Mike, are there any other games here that you think are going to be exciting, You know, things that you're going to set the time aside for? Because, by the way... Exciting? Exciting, yeah. I mean, because, okay. you know, we're, yes. we're actually looking at, like, an entire like an entire day of hockey with them starting at uh, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So uh, if if I'm kind of jumping around throughout my day, you know, I I mean... And this whole week is so great because on everything outside of the round robin is a best of five series. So you're getting all of those games more often. But if you look from the first to the 10th Mm -hmm. or the first to the 9th, Every single day, there are either five or six games every day. Not only that, but if you look, there's sports in 2020. <laughs> right. Well, we and, did it, guys. And yeah. so, as we talked about on Process Potables, too, like the NBA every single day. So, the first, the last two days of July, I think they only have like two games each. Mm-hmm. But it's starting August 1st as well. They go every day. They go from, I believe, 1230 to 9. That's just scheduled start time. So, right, they're right. really playing from like noon to 11 or 12 mm-hmm. at night East Coast. So, right. basically 12 to 12, you have like six or seven basketball games a day. I think on the weekends, there's like nine mm-hmm. sometimes. You combine that with this. Dude, that first week of August is my birthday week. I'm taking the Damn. whole week <laughs> off, and I'm just going to sit inside and watch sports all day I like it. and make up yeah. for all the time I should have done that this year. Can I come for over? Real? No. Oh, that's fair. Okay, that's smart. Hey, I got a video for you later. Keep, yeah, that's why you're not coming over. You're not coming over to watch sports. Keep your Reddit yeah. shit to yourself. Unless, unless you call that a sport, Listen. which I mean... You got to see it to believe it. It's a feat of strength. Uh, but no, to answer your question, a couple of things that I'm excited to see. The two, there's really, honestly, I mean, excited because when you look at the, the Hurricanes Rangers matchup, mm-hmm. um, the Rangers were on a bit of a streak before this whole thing. Can we trust anything you say at this point? Are you sure? <laughs> I'm. Po- I mean, let's let's go. Let's go. Uh, you know, let's go. Let's go to the results. Why don't you look that up, Mo? Why don't you look it up. Let's look, look, look it up, Mo. <laughs> I'm the guy that knows the let's stuff. Let's go to Mo. Does anyone get that uh, reference? By the way, no. I, really, global way, guts. Michael Malley and Mo. No, let's go to Mo. Okay, yeah, let's go to Mo. I, oh my god, I um, hate that. I'm, I'm in the middle of this argument. The Russian now. referee. I'm the of the, I, 
You guys are killing me. I love you. Um, so yeah, let's go into the the, the, the rags and uh, and uh, and canes. Yeah, no, I mean they're just. Uh, I mean to me, those are the, that's the most interesting mm-hmm. lineup of everything. I mean, I think if just at a glance, uh, I think the Penguins and the Islanders are going to be pretty safe bets coming yeah. out of that series. Mm-hmm. The the Columbus uh, Toronto series is very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the uh, the Columbus kind of had a bit of a downturn towards again before in the before four times. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's clamoring for uh, John Tortorella to get some recognition in the Jack Adams run. And if there's any chance to make that to make his case for that, it's probably in that series. No, that's fair. Um, by the way, I mean, we were just talking about that before we signed on here. I mean, yeah. obviously, we're hoping Vigneault, you know, pulls for that Jack Adams for sure. You know? I would, I would, I would love. I mean, obviously, we're extremely biased. Um, oh, definitely. But they yeah. were the hottest team in Not hockey a, yeah. for like over a month. Yeah, exactly. and, and yeah. they have no business being one of the four teams in this round robin scenario when you looked at the beginning of the year. So Agreed. there has to be something to say. Well, again, about and it. it's every every jack off with an opinion is talked about the Vigneault system. They were learning the system, but it's true. I mean, mm-hmm. you can see empirically if you watch games from this year and you watch games from last year, whether it was Hacks or what's his name, or um, uh, the Phantoms coach, they're playing an entirely, like a, a very different style of hockey. Mm-hmm. He's turned this, t- whether, again, I think if we if we end this losing every game from now until the end of the playoffs, this is still an uptick from the past yep. number Abs- of years. Absolutely. Uh, you know, which which I think alone, you know, in my opinion, makes him, a, you know, a runner for, for Jack Adams for sure. You know, not to mention, this is his first year. Yeah. You know, it's like we could, you know, we could say, okay, you know, two to three years or whatever, and then finally the team's getting run. This is the first year. And like Dan said, they were a solid team. Yeah. You know, um, for for a good amount of time, They're fun to watch. Exactly. When was the Very last time the Flyers were fun to watch? Oh God! Like, well, like like the the prior conversation. I think twenty twelve was like the last time I think I enjoyed watching an entire season of hockey. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and you know, I, I mean, you've got Yamir Yager on the team. I mean, you know, My boy Voracek is on. You yeah, know, yeah, Voracek yeah. is on there I, again. It's the, it's the first season with with Wayne Simmons, and you know, we can bust on Briz. You know, I don't want to talk about it. I know we can talk about it. I'll talk about it. I mean, whether whether you like Briz or not, there was there was something about that season that was you know uh, that was exciting. I mean, Briz is is off. You know, he's he's off his rocker. You sure. know, we have an outdoor game uh, again. Yamir Yager's on the fucking Flyers. He's you know, still- it was murdering right now i know dude he's he, i don't think he's human if there's one person that's found the fountain of youth it's yami Yager. oh definitely yeah. he, he went to saint yeah. augustine and uh and i love that thing Ponce de leon did you ever see that that like uh picture of like i guess it was some girl trying to not blackmail him but like be like oh i'll post a picture oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and it's like wow yeah. he looks great asleep what are you trying to prove here like yeah i just didn't understand what the downside the, of that was fucking chiseled yeah you know laying in bed slowing his ass off what a with honky a, adonis yeah exactly you know like Chris what you're you're if anything, you're you're giving him more credit to yeah. his fans and and anybody in, in the yeah. NHL that respects. We should do him, a podcast know? on Yammer Yager. Just one ep- like one episode, or just like an entire. Oh, here's what we can podcast do. We can do a full season with each episode being a different team he's played on, <laughs> and that would be that would cover us for the year. I think it's a good call, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's 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 so much material there for sure. Like the biggest thing, if you if you watch uh, some of the early stuff when uh, like he's in interviews, I don't know if it's for the NHL or like, uh, like KHL, you know, okay, sorry, or, no, no, uh, like he's with the Penguins and everything. Yeah. Um, early on, he's got the mullet uh-huh. and he's I forget what he's driving, but he's blasting the black album like in his I car. Love him. Yeah, I know you. Do. <laughs> I love him so. I love him so it was much. so cool. It's like such like an early '90s kind of thing. Yeah. It's like the the peak of uh, it's it's like the peak of the cop. I, I can't remember whether it was. Uh, um, uh, 91 or 92, uh, cause that's when they play the, the Hawks and the North stars, mm-hmm. but it's, it's like in that, like, he's like on 
you know, he's on cloud nine of as, as an NHL. Of course. Um, you know, as a, now, you know, um, a top player. Let me ask sure. you this. What, uh, out of the Eastern Conference qualifying round, you know, obviously, who do you, out of who's coming out of there, who, who do you want to see match up against the Flyers the most? Coming out, coming out of the qualifying round. Yes. Um, Let's say in an ideal in, in an ideal situation, what is the matchup? You, you is there any team that you really want to overcome? I'm pitching this as a, as a Penguins question. Do you want to see right. the Do you want to see the Flyers play the Penguins I mean, in this in this this cup? Playoff? Of course. Uh, yeah. But if I were to you do, if I were to pick any, I mean, yeah, I mean, any any Flyers fan would want to. I, I feel like that yeah. matchup. As a sports fan too. in general, yes, Flyers Penguins. Uh, if if I'm if I'm setting my bias aside and more so coming okay. at, coming into it as a hockey fan, if they were going to play anybody, if if that were to to happen in some capacity, uh, which I don't, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I mean, again, it depends on the the round robin. I wouldn't mind seeing them play Toronto or or the Habs. The um, only team I'm scared of in in the qualifying round, I mean, to me, is the Islanders. I think what about the Rangers though? With them, well, now if they're if they're playing, if they're still running this hot streak, then sure. But I mean, mm-hmm. the Islanders for me has been the games where I've been the least confident. Like they, for some reason, they don't match up well. I, I don't know if it's a matchup issue or what, but like we've had, we've not gone in there and played our best hockey against the Islanders. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, like obviously, you know, the Canadians, whatever. Um, Penguins, we obviously have a history with. I, I would love. To, I really want to see that. I really mm-hmm. want. Like I think that's going to be the definitive, like. I don't know, just the the weight off our shoulders of of beating the Penguins, kind of honestly, kind of how the uh, the Capitals beat the Penguins going into their Cup run, right, right, right. Like, where yeah. it's like it's like, all right, we're shaking this off, we're getting past this, we're moving on, we're a different team. Yeah, it's like it's it, you know, it's it's uh, pressure off the shoulders. Yeah. They can like they can finally breathe and and just keep going forward. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I definitely hear you there. Um, I also you know, love yelling at all my Pittsburgh fans, friend, <laughs> my friends that are Pittsburgh fans. Yeah, um, I was going to say we we made a connection with a with a band from Pittsburgh, and they found out. I, like, are you no in one, the band? Shut up. What's the name of your band? It's fucking giant. the presence of wolves Please <sighs> shut up. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, we we made friends with it with a band from Pittsburgh. We played a place called the Club Cafe over there, and no one in the band is uh, is really into sports except okay. for me. And uh, they they these guys found out that I was a Flyers fan immediately, and just like kept it like they just kept, and, and nice. it was like you know it was it was that meme with like the you know the the five big dudes with the, with yeah, the little yeah, girl yeah. that like that I was uh, shut up. I it's <laughs> I is, it, is it an interracial porno? It, I think it, it is yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. It, that that's exactly what it is. Yeah. But the genre. But I was but I was the girl in that, and they just kept okay. like you know oh you know fucking Crosby you know how many cups do the Flyers have Jesus how Christ. many cups the yeah, like yeah, fuck yeah, off. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, looking at the qualifying round, if I if I, aside from the pens, like if anything's really going to excite me, I think uh, you know, playing Toronto would be pretty cool. Yeah, I would actually, I wouldn't mind seeing the the Habs, honestly. And that's that's coming from a hockey fan perspective. I don't think we've faced them in the playoffs since 2010. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I loved yep. that series. Yep. Um, I thought that was a, a Yarl Halak was in. I think he was in net for the Habs yep. at the time, and you know, just as a as a not just a fan of the Flyers, but just as a hockey fan, that matchup was a was a great matchup, uh, you know, for the playoffs for sure. So, mm-hmm. um, so that that would be pretty cool to see, honestly. If we're assuming that every team is going to be playing the same level of hockey they've been playing mm-hmm. up to this point, which is a very extremely large assumption, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, basing on that, what what are your thoughts coming out of the, uh, out of the qualifying round? At, at face value, I think I'd like to. This is maybe also a little biased here as well. Uh, I'd like to think that Toronto uh, beats Columbus. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think New York beats Carolina. Ooh. 
I'd also like to think that New York beats Florida because fuck yeah. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just as a, as a hockey franchise and as well as a state in the United they States. They go away. They really should. Um, the state, I mean. I think that the toughest one for me, I, I, I think coming between Habs and, and Pens, I think the Pens are going to come out of it. And as a Flyers fan, I would, ra- again, thinking that we play somebody in the qualifying round, God yep. forbid, you know, I would not mind seeing the, the Pens in that. Uh, but I also wouldn't mind seeing the Habs. Uh, but if, if uh, you know, gun to the head, I think the Pens are coming out of that series yep. easily. I don't think the Habs have, you know, I, I think there's been a lot of inconsistencies with the Habs, especially the past couple of years, yep. you know. So uh, so I, I'd like to think that the Pens are coming out of that. I think I agree with you on all points, um, with the exception of... and which is. What I said, suck up. Yeah, it's not interesting. <laughs> well, listen, we can talk about our favorite bands and then yell. That's at each other uh, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's stick to hockey. Yeah, but for sticking to hockey. Uh, I mean, I, I honestly, I, I don't know. Maybe it's I might be just. Uh, I don't know if it's a, it's me being looking through rose colored glasses of the the last uh, Carolina run, but even the, in the games they looked really strong this year. I, I mm-hmm. think they're a wholesale better team than the Rangers. I mean, the Rangers, again, if they're still riding that momentum, then sure. I mean, mm-hmm. anything's possible, but I, I, I'm just in love with Ron, Rod Brendamore as a coach. Very fair. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, um, so, I mean, that that's something where I, I, if I, you know, gun to my head, I'd probably say that the Carolina Hurricanes would come out on top in that series. I think that, I think that would be fantastic. Uh, you know, I, again, you know, think, I, I really didn't think of it from a Rod Brendamore perspective. Uh, <laughs> that's a sentence I didn't I mean, think I'd hear today. I know. Well, neither did I. Uh, and, and side note, the NHL has been posting uh, some pretty cool stuff leading up to the, the Stanley Cup, just to kind of uh, take a side note. And they posted the, the shootout competition from 1992. And some of the players that are in there, it's so it's Patrick Waugh in net. my fucking yes. hero. <laughs> but when he's with the Habs, not it's it's not the Avs. It's when he's with the Habs. I know, yeah. But I'm also like my I still look fondly back on that as a when would that happen? What year? What That's ninety two. Month? month? Uh, uh, that would have been February, January, February. Okay, so I was, I was just yeah. born. Just want to make clear that I was I was a uh, pre yeah, one yeah. year old person. Um, yeah. The fact is, whenever I think of uh, Wa on the Habs, I just think of that epic storm out where he's left in net to hang out the dry and that crazy seven goal. Dude, I, oh yeah, I'm never yeah. fucking playing for this team again or whatever. I love know? him so fucking much. Yeah. It's, I, I'm sorry, I can, I, mean, I can gush about my love. No, Patrick it's okay. I mean, the, the, the best goalies, I think, are, are head cases, and Patrick Waugh is like the, the head case of all goalies, in my opinion. But do you think that... Uh, it's a whole other podcast entirely. I was going to say that. I no, no, I, I, I was going to say we're we're kind of taking the, the momentum into this. But I, just I wanted okay. to. Well, quickly, yeah, you're good. You're good. I, when, I, when I think of someone like like I mean, I think of the best goalies of all time. I mean, you think of Hashik, uh, you think of Wa, you mm-hmm. think of um, Brodeur. Brodeur seems like a very well put together person. With the exception, you know, actually, the more I think about it, didn't he have that weird infidelity thing with? Uh, I forget if his wife cheated on him or he cheated on his wife. I think he cheated on his wife, and oh. then there was some. I forget what player was getting in his head about it. Oh, was no. it Sean Avery? It was Sean Avery. <laughs> it was, the, you know what? Yeah, it was Sean Avery. Yeah. So yeah, maybe they are a little bit of a head case, but I mean, it's that's. I mean, know, I, I, you part know, for the course. You know, I, I was in, I was going to try to use Briz as an example, but unfortunately, you know, that we saw how that panned out. But mm. you know, really, if you look back at history, I mean, you read about you know, um, you know, Glenn Hall, Jacques Plant, Eddie Jacques, I Garth mean, Snow. Somebody, fuck off, <laughs> Garth Snow, my ass. Yeah, how are the Islanders doing after he was their GM? Jesus. Anyway, yeah. You know, but some of the the greatest goaltenders in history have been, you know, head cases at some capacity, and they've had weird little ticks and stuff. Yeah. 
Um, and Patrick Waugh is is one of those guys. Can I tell you my favorite Patrick Waugh moment? This is now the Patrick Waugh podcast. I know. I, I wanted to get to my point, but go no, ahead. No, no, yeah. it's fine. Let me, let me go to my point because Patrick <laughs> Waugh is the greatest. Uh, do you remember when I think he so when he coached the Avs? I forget who they were playing, but there was like a a fight, and he almost pushed down the dividing oh yeah the divider between Absolutely. the two two benches. Yeah. God damn it, I it love was it, man. So I think it was Bruce Boudreau, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Bruce. I, I, Maybe I I, I, oh, I forget who he was coaching at the time. Um, but yeah, it was. I think it was against Bruce Boudreau because those two started arguing. Yeah, and uh, and all of a sudden yeah. Patrick was like <laughs> standing up, best. and it was like. You know, like, I remember, like, Le Cavalier, yeah. uh, you know, uh, it was the, the, the playoffs. Again, I think it was 2012. Yeah. And Le Cavalier is, like, standing up on the, on, on the de- uh, you know, on the uh, on the boards. And you're just like, oh, it doesn't get better than this. Yep. And then Waz, like, hold my beer. I'm going to fucking push over this God, mediator. Damn, what you- and I, I think Pierre Maguire was in the middle of that, he if was. I'm not mistaken. He usually yeah. is. He usually is. Yeah. Yeah. Piece uh, of shit. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he, Patrick Waz is a beautiful man. Uh, that's the end of my thesis. Agreed. So, but if you go on the, if you go on the NHL's Instagram right now to, to bring it back, uh, they're playing some really cool clips of, uh, of, uh, you know, sh- like, you know, um, they were doing, uh, penalty shots. They were doing the skills competition and, uh, it's it's Eddie Belfour versus Patrick Waugh, and no one's letting anything right. in. Um, but the second shooter is Rod Brindamore, mullet and all, in 92, because the 92 All-Star game yeah. was at the Spectrum. Right. So you have a ton of Flyers fans like, fucking Brindamore, yeah! Uh-huh. And, he, and like it, it's Eddie Belfour, yeah, so Belfour's yeah. like, no, you're not fucking yeah. scoring. Do you know me. who I am? Yeah, do you know who I am? Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, anyway, to bring it back to uh, the, the qualifying rounds, um, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm definitely curious to see with uh, with what's happening uh, in the East. Well, keeping the predictions going, do you want to talk about, I guess, your predictions for the way that the round robin's going to go for the seeding? Uh, I mean, let's let's go into it. I mean, uh, do you want to go? I, I would say, I mean, you know, look at look at it from a Flyers perspective. I really I don't know too much about how the the Bolts have done against the Caps, and um, you know, yeah, I'm speaking specifically from the Flyers perspective here. I mean, we we look at we look at Game One. So August second, Flyers take on uh, they take on the Bruins. Um, for me, I'd, I'd love to think that they come out of that game. It's, you know, it's probably again with, uh, the games being tight this season. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to think they're going to keep that momentum and, and at least keep it, you know, uh, as you know, maybe like a two, one kind of game or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, you know, taking into overtime, um, I mean, you're talking, talking, you know, two of the, you know, two of the top teams in the NHL uh, on the, on the East coast. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm optimistic about that game. Where are your thoughts against the Bruins in that particular game? I, like, yeah. I, like, I mean, we, uh, as we've been talking about, because they were so close, I think it's a little bit of a toss up. I, mm. I mean, my gut feeling says the Flyers are probably going to lose that one, um, and that gut feeling is based strictly again off of the the me being wired in the way that the Flyers are slow to start. Mm-hmm. First game back is going to be against the Bruins. They're an amazing team with an amazing, amazingly deep lineup. Mm-hmm. I and with arguably the top line in hockey, depending mm-hmm. on who you ask. I I don't know. Uh, my, my thought is that they'll probably lose that game. Um, mm-hmm. I hope not, obviously. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, that said, you know. Uh, With as hot as they were going into the last game they played before quarantine ended against Boston and right. still losing that one, mm-hmm. it's hard to believe they'll come out swinging against mm-hmm. them. I could, I could very well see this being a case where, like we said, they come out slow. They get smacked in this game. Yep. Mm-hmm. But then the next they two, they the look nar- great. Yeah. So... 
Dan, do you think the Flyers will come out swinging from a South Philly basement? Gun to your head. <laughs> gun to your gun head. Gun to your head. Give me the gun. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to go home now. Yeah. <laughs> you are home, unfortunately. Yeah, actually, we're <laughs> This right is not my home. My home is six feet under the earth. Stop there we it. go, my man. Um, so, I mean, you're, Dan, your, your thoughts on uh, on the, the Bruins-Flyers first game, not not optimistic? No, not really. No. I, I to Mike's point, this we, we've talked about this a lot in the history of this network across a lot of things. This is one of those like we never win this game yes. correct type of games, right, right, right. and this absolutely has that feeling. And my guess would be slapped in this one, and the next two, I would venture to say they win, if not are really? like losing in overtime or a shootout or something. Okay. See that? I mean, if we're, I mean, I don't look too far. I'm hoping ahead. they don't have shootouts in this because these aren't playoff series, but no. they should be considered playoff games as this whole thing is the playoffs. Right. So ideally, you're not going the shootouts here. I think that's something to look into. I mean, you know, especially I, for, I didn't for see the, anything on it, so I'd the, be curious to know for the round robin, like, uh, well, for the round robin as well as the qualifying rounds. I, I, I well, the I, qualifying I, rounds are basically playoffs. Yeah, so they are. yeah, they're definitely not going to go to shootout. But the round robin, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely curious. Uh, I, 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 my assumption is that they would try to keep it as, uh, as exhibition as possible. You know, like let's keep it similar to the regular season. I, I, you know, I think you're right, especially the, the, you know, the East, well, the, the qualifying rounds in general are going to be, you know, in that playoff setting where like we're going to be, you know, doing five to six overtimes or yeah. something like that. You know, um, so definitely, um, you know, definitely curious to see uh, what that is. I, I haven't read anything on that or anything like that. Um, uh, game two for the Philadelphia Flyers, August sixth. They take on the Caps, and uh, Mike, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think we're. I mean, I think that's the game that we have the best chance of winning. Mm-hmm. Um, just you know, again to Dan's point of, of getting slapped around and coming back strong, that is probably the game where you do it. Um, I mean, it, it's strange. I mean, because we're, we're more than likely going to be going against Holpe and Net, and he's someone mm-hmm. that as great of a goalie as he is, he's a bit inconsistent. So it kind of comes down to how good is Holpe on that night. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, um, I mean, of the three games, that is the one I expect us to win. And again, we could lose all three of these. Still, no, <laughs> still, still, empirically, yeah. no worse off, and I'm okay with that. But so yeah. I don't want to take yeah. this into a Sixers discussion where Mike pisses me off feverishly. <laughs> Embiid is lazy, but we were talking about Embiid before we hopped on here. And how lazy he is! If there's one guy in the NHL that I don't trust having handled quarantine very well and taking care of himself, it might be Alex Ovechkin. Mm, yeah, but he can just big dick his way through that, though. I think he's earned the right. I'm just saying, so same thing you said, like, sure. if they're going to slap somebody, it's this game. You and know, I really hope it is. And the season has proven that they are very capable as well. And if the Bruins piss them off, then I would like to think that that will motivate them to come, come out the, swinging from a South Philly basement yeah. on he, them. Here's the thing. So much. And this is, and this is I mean, I, I, let me see. Can I take a swipe in and beat here? I will. Uh, so, so Ovechkin has been proven to rise to the challenge, though. Once, that, uh, not just. I mean, dude, think about how many years has he backpacked that team before he had a real good support system around him, keeping them afloat. Like, I don't know. I, I in, in my opinion, I think that um, that they're he's going to come out playing. I, I mean, whether he handles this right or wrong, which I, I don't know. I feel like he takes his crap pretty seriously. I mean, unless do, do you think I mean, it's that, all tongue in cheek? Obviously, of course, of course, of course, of course. But I'm saying is, do you do you think that do you think that the drive to win is not as strong now that he has a cup? Is that what I you're think that's at? also very real? Yes. Okay. I don't. I don't necessarily disagree. I mean, I think that guy is a competitor through and through. So I don't see him just 
resting on his laurels. Uh, right. Because, I mean, the best, the greatest in the game don't just win one. Well, yeah. I mean? that, that's what I'm... It's, yeah. it's all tongue-in-cheek. I mean, he's a professional athlete. I don't think the guy's going to come out there with a beer gut <laughs> and only be able to play eight yeah. minutes in a game. Sure, sure. It, it's mostly <laughs> a joke, but at the same time, it's like, you know, if we're going to talk about who's going to come out the gate sloppy... I they for, could be a for maybe a period. I think I don't know. I feel like he's some guy that has that extra gear that he can go. Oh, I need to fucking show up today. I'm up. I mean, I, I'm actually I'm trying to think how many goals has he had against the Flyers this year. I don't I think it's been very many. I they haven't scored that many against. Yeah, us, yeah. So. I think it's been like maybe one or two. Maybe. I mean, I, honestly, that's that's not really something I've uh, I've given any thought to. Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm not. He, he's not my biggest concern. I mean, in general, he's my biggest concern with the team. But like. They're just a very fast team. They're a very deep team. You have guys like AJ Vrana, who's incredibly talented. Who's I think he's been pretty pretty solid against the Flyers this year. They have a great fucking team. Yeah, but yeah. bottom line, I think with just being in quarantine, you know, like uh, the players' names are like alluding. Yeah. Even with the Flyers, honestly, thing is, he I doesn't really... have a goal this season against us. Okay, there we go. So he, he doesn't. No. Yeah. Okay. Even more so. But the thing that I want is just just with the the history between Hart and uh, Holtby, being that they share a therapist and mm-hmm. all that stuff or whatever sports psychologist should probably mm-hmm. specify. Um, I would love, I think there's a really good, um, there's a nice little narrative where that's what I, one of the series I, I really am looking forward to a flyers cap series if possible. Mm-hmm. Um, they, again, cause I think even whether you're on either side of the team and generally speaking, I like the caps. I think they're, they're a fun team to watch, but that lineup between the flyers, the way that, that we shake up against that team, I think it makes for a very competitive series. Mm-hmm. And I would love for Carter Hart to have his first playoff series against Holpe and just kind of be like, yep, I'm in the NHL now. Mm-hmm. This is, I'm, I'm, gonna be I'm, I'm a player now i i agree uh I Inter- mean, interesting stat too ovechkin zero points against us this season and a minus four wow wow I how mean, much weight do you put in plus minus i think it's kind of not much yeah okay, especially right. for somebody like him yo yo yeah 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 I, the greatest goal scorer in hockey yeah okay uh, i was gonna say that's that's a whole different different for i'm me. just yeah saying, i know plus uh, minus is, is a lot is mostly only valuable for two-way centers yep and maybe your top defenseman. Well, and but the a, problem yeah. for both of those positions is they're often playing penalty kill, which screws up your plus minus. Sure, that's fair. I mean, well, I, I don't know. I I take a lot of clout in in plus minus. I mean, you again, know, it's all tongue in cheek. I'm oh, just, for sure. I'm just talking. He's got a big giant O for and is a negative four yeah. for the season. So it's, a, it, it's a fun fact to pat ourselves in the back, and yeah. we, it's, it's the pillow we can cry into. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I mean that literally when it when it comes to plus minus, and I, you know, Dan, I brought this up to you uh, not too long ago. Um, you know the the idea, and actually, I think I, I brought it up to you, Mike, as well. You know, Steve Eisman's first year as a rookie. You know, he comes in, you know, just beating Dave Pullen out of like five or six goals, and he, you know, he wins, you know, best player of the year and yep. everything. And uh, and and Dave Pullen is uh, only a few goals behind, and his plus minus is like way better than than Steve Eisman's was. I want to say Steve Eisman was like a minus minus 20 or something like that you know you know and and it, it does sort of come into come into play of like the the types of positions that that you're into and everything yeah dan absolutely dan would you like a beer dan do you want a beer yeah you want to go screw yeah <laughs> dan's sitting here like pointing at the beer yeah i uh, thought you were asking me if i wanted one and i was like i thought he was pointing at my feet maybe eventually I was like, I was like, what's on one? my feet uh 
But yeah, I mean, you know, there, and I, I think there's there's a lot of clout in there because Dave Poland was, you know, I mean, he's the, he's the captain of the team. You know, he's a he's a great center for the team. He was on the penalty kill. He was on the power play. I mean, he was doing so much for the Flyers in '83. Um, I think he, he was actually later later in his career than than Eiserman was. Eiserman was coming in as like a fresh 18 year old. Where Dave Poland might have been like 23 or 24 mm-hmm. coming in as a rookie, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, but but it's little things like that when it comes to plus minus that I, that I really take clout in. You know, but. Okay. I mean, if you're talking, you know, if you're talking Ovi, you know, uh, <laughs> again, the best, the best uh, goal scorer. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, in the modern era, I mean, I'll say. I mean, you know, his his slapper from from the wing is uh, it's it's still something like as a hockey fan that I get excited about just sure. like you know, watching him line up. Um, so let's go yeah. into the, the the third game of the round robin, which is August 9th, and that's against the Bolts. And it's very very scary. I, yeah, I was going to say this is this is probably the scariest one. I. My my optimism says that, you know, the Flyers maybe learn their mistakes just like Dan said in those first two games and really take all of that into that game against the Bolts. As a Flyers fan, on the other hand... <laughs> Knowing historical data no- <laughs> and how, how when we're asked to rise to the challenge, we may not we always... Do not, we do not... Maybe uh, come off a bit impotent. Exactly, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, the optimist says yes, but the, the true Flyers fan says no. Uh, Mike, where are your thoughts on that? I mean... Uh, it's, it comes down to a ton of things. I mean, the, the in my opinion, and I've been saying it for to you for a while, is that I think the Bolts are the scariest team in the league. Mm-hmm. Yes, they choked last year in the most hilariously entertaining fashion, and there is nothing that I'll ever I'll ever enjoy as much as that sweep. Mm-hmm. That said, I mean, I don't know. If, I saw a video earlier that you seemed like you really enjoyed. Yeah, what was that again? <laughs> Sorry, where did those guys? Balls Do you want to bring that up on air, Dan? No. Okay. Um. But no, no, no. But seriously, the, that the scary as the team is, if there's a year like la, you know, you thought last year was the all right. They got the President's Cup, their the President's Trophy. They're gonna get this, yeah. this is they're gonna make their 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 run. This is where they're gonna prove. Hey, was that a fluke, mm-hmm. or do you got are you guys just choke artists, Stamkos? Are you like, actually a good yeah. fucking hockey team? Right. And I, I mean, again, this is just for seeding. But I, if there's a team that I think is gonna be going hard this in this playoff season or the uh sorry the uh, uh postseason it's gonna be the, it's gonna be the bolts and yeah. if you look if you can line up every bolts player against all the you know our lineup they beat us on pretty much on mm-hmm. a ton of levels i mean yeah. i'm as I, I go back and forth on my on my love and dislike for um andre vasileski but as flashy as he is he's an incredible goaltender mm-hmm. if he gets hot we're not getting in that net. we're mm-hmm. not getting in that net. absolutely so i don't know what about you I, 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 I have to agree. I didn't think of it from the perspective of really having something to prove. Again, I think with quarantine, I've, I have no sense of time. So no one has things the, to prove. Exactly. You know, the... Uh, the you know, it's 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 amazing that that was a year ago that, you know, they're they're coming into that series against the Blue Jackets and it's like, oh, shit, the Blue Jackets, they, they don't stand a chance and everything. And, you know, they they, they, they fucking win <laughs> against the greatest team in the NHL. And arguably the, the greatest team in the regular season... In years, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, as, as far as like a regular season team goes and, and winning that many games and being that far ahead in first place in the entire league, uh, maybe the Penguins of a couple of years ago. I, I don't know. I'd really have to like look at stats, but that was an exciting hockey team. And then to come in, you know, first round of the playoffs, I, I don't know if it was just Shit like their pants. Like, yeah. It, yeah like, I don't know if that's like Russia in, in 80 against a, a bunch of college kids, you know, playing for the U S and just coming in cocky as shit, yeah. you know, but that's like the first thing that comes to mind. Like, are you going in like, you know, you know, I'll, 
fucking hard as shit. Like, yeah, we're going to fucking win this shit. I think you know? whenever I think of, of how that season ended for them, I just think of like a marathon runner getting and fall, like falling before the finish line, shitting his pants, throwing up and dying. And then just like, <laughs> I don't know, some dude on a tricycle riding. Right, by right, 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 right. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, I don't know. That, that, but, but I, no, but, I, th- yeah. I think that's, a, I think it's a very valid point. There's a lot to prove here. Um, and especially coming out of, uh, out of quarantine, I can't imagine how hard they're training right now. Yeah. Compared to some other teams in the league. So I guess even taking it past the round robin, when you look at, um, you know, we're looking at that for seeding, but when you talk about a series, I mean, the only team that, I mean, again, really, and this is not just to suck the lightning's dick because I I don't like the team, but I can respect how good and talented that that lineup Mm is. They're the one team of the three, of the other three in the round robin that I think that in a series format... It's going to be tough. It's going to be really, mm-hmm. really tough. I mean, I think, again, I think Capitals and the Bruins, we've shown that, you know, we're, we can compete with both mm-hmm. of those teams, and that, that's, like, in any any given day, either mm-hmm. of those teams can come out on top. Agreed. The, we have to come in playing our absolute best hockey. I think Carter Hart needs to be out of his fucking mind, solid mm-hmm. in goal, yeah. and our defense. And and maybe, actually, I would even say someone like Strong Torre, who's we've kind of really taken the brunt of – the, the load bearing of carrying um, our team in, in years past. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, we have guys like Drew and, and, and other amazing contributors, but someone that is a two way player playing out of his mind to really bring us through in a series against one of the best teams in hockey. Agreed. You know, looking, I mean, just looking at this, my, my hope, you know, again, we have to kind of figure out who's coming into the, the qualifying round and everything. And that's, that's a total crapshoot in spite of us having no our idea. predictions, you know, exactly. So, I mean, you know, my, my hope is that they see, uh, you know, that they that they see the Bruins and Caps over over the Lightning for sure. I yeah. think yeah, I agree. If they see the Lightning, you know, they're, that's going to be a really tough series. I don't even. I maybe they win one game. And I, I I hate to say that, but maybe it's it's maybe it's a one game win for them, and you know they uh, only make it to like five games. If you want to you know? speak out of your ass, which I I love doing, who do you think is gun to your head? Who's your pick for the Cup this year? Gun to your fucking oh, head, dude. Who well, is winning this cup? I think it's a. I think uh, before we get to that, let's actually look okay, at. Fair. Let's look at the West qualifying sure. and, and round robin as well, because I wanted to sort of lead into that at some capacity. You know, um, <laughs> we'll go gun to head and whatnot, but let's look at the round robin first. So okay. you. You know, you. I think you know, as as a hockey fan, you know, of course, we have our our bias. We are Flyers fans, of yes. course. That's the whole point of this podcast. But as hockey fans. We have our our West Coast teams, you know. So, and yours, luckily enough, mm-hmm. uh, happens to be in the round robin. And I am so excited for that playoff series mm-hmm. because, and uh, for all anyone that listens to this has no idea who I am, more than likely. But I'm a very my, my number two team is the Avalanche. I'm a bit, very big fan of that team. Um, that said, uh, I am very interested in, in that in that series against the Blues because I. My pick, yeah. So before we get into that stuff, mm-hmm. I think th- I think that as close of a game as close of a, as a game as that's going to be, uh, I think the Avalanche are going to take that game. Mm-hmm. But the Blues are a very good team. I mean, we're obviously you know last year's un- I mean I guess you could say unprecedented coming from you know halfway through the season turning their entire season around and taking a cup. Oh, I would definitely. think that's, yeah, I think unprecedented is fair to say. Yeah, fair um, that they have it in them. Um, and I think that's going to be a very interesting. Uh, actually, the more I look at it, I think 
all these games are like the round robin in the West is looking really, really yeah. competitive. There, there's going to be some great hockey on the West Coast. Yeah, not there's on the East Coast, but like particularly at least for for me, just uh, just, just ex- like good games. Like regardless of who yeah. you're rooting for, there's going to be a good competition in all those games. More, I think more in the round robin than if you look at again we look at the Eastern qualifying. Looking at think, qualifying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if you look at both, really, I think there's um. I mean, if I'm looking at the West Coast, I'm not seeing. I mean, I guess maybe the Preds and Yotes might be an interesting series, but like, I mean, do you think Chicago is going to beat the Oilers? No, no, no. And that, and by the way, that (laughs) for I'm probably going to piss off a lot of people here. Yeah, Yeah. but the uh, my my all my my West team before 2010 uh, was was the Hawks. Um, I know. I I like that that series was was kind of shitty for me because like closeted. I'm like. Oh, the Hawks, they, they fucking want it, but they beat the fucking Flyers. When we you know? first started hanging out, I was mm-hmm. always curious as to why you were wearing Hawks stuff. Right. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> I don't think I like him oh, that this, much. And, and I've gotten a lot of heat for that over the years. Right, you know, so. Just like, yeah, I mean, but but I've had like, you know, I, I you know, even even before even before that run, like I would wear my my CCM Hawks jersey in high school, and people were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" You know, yeah. Um, and, and that's that's also when they were the shittiest team in the NHL, and sure. not not even getting getting aired on television at the time in Chicago. You know, so um, to to st- I mean that's you know I, they're they're still uh, you know a team that's that's near and dear to my heart. Sure. Also, they did get teaming in a cup. In, uh, in in 2015, so you really, uh, you know, I think for me also as a Flyers fan, that is something that I do appreciate. But, of course, you know, going forward, um, I do think uh, that the Edmonton Oilers are going to come out of that series for sure. Yeah. Looking at uh, the Wild and Canucks, um, I was going to oh, say nothing. Canucks had that in the fucking bag. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say I'm, I'm not. Th- I didn't. I don't think I watched any you know Canucks or, or Wild games this season, but. Um, you know, you're you're thinking it's the Canucks. I'm thinking, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I okay. mean, the, the one, I guess, the other game that the other game that I think looks pretty competitive is that that Calgary Winnipeg game. Mm-hmm. I mean, both teams I think are are pretty evenly matched for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. Um, interested to see who comes out of that. But I mean, just to go back to your initial wanting to look at the round robin. Um, I mean, I don't know how you feel about Vegas. Um, I the, hate I hate that team. Do you really? I hate, okay. I, I hate the Golden Knight. I, I hate their whole concept. I that's that's a whole other podcast for sure. Oh, but I want I, I, I want. Hate your thesis? I hate the exist. I what on on why you? Just Are like- you writing down all these other podcast concepts so that I keep asking <laughs> yeah. you what you're doing? Yeah. Anymore? No, man, it's it's on it's it's recorded. You know, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say we. Yeah, but we- nobody listens to this. Yeah. <laughs> man, it's fine. Uh, I, you know, I, I think we're we're taking good notes for uh, for some for for some future episodes for sure. But I I think the whole concept of the Golden Knights. Um, I think they're you know the the whole thing with with them coming in. What was that? 2018. Yeah, and they lost the Caps, right? Uh, you know, the, tragically, the, the, like I, I really, I hated everything about the team. Like, Why? I, I don't, I don't know. I think because uh, Mark Andre Fleury. I, I, Do you I, not like Flower? No, fuck him, dude. Come, you hey, listen here. Okay, I'm actually sorry, Mason. Continue before I go on a tirade of, on about how good Mark it's, Andre it's Fleury o- is. It's okay. I at letting in beach balls. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Uh. It's 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 less of a Mark Andre Fleury thing, and really just uh, you know the the way that the NHL really brought them in for me. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I don't know if it was just like maybe their winning season, like and. I, I, again, I haven't really given this. I Boil really down your thesis. This, this I want to know your thesis. My, my thesis. your thesis on why you don't like the team. I, I, uncontested. I'm curious as to what it is. I, 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 
was going to say it's it's tough for me to put into words. I, I'm almost like embarrassed now because I'm I'm trying to form the words and they're really not coming out. Good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's fair. Uh, I, I don't. I I really don't know. I'd really have okay. to to give that. Mason doesn't thought. know how to be mean to people. Just let really, him have his opinion. I really. I, I don't really ever, don't. I, yeah. I just I, even if he can't prove it. I know. Like I I I if even if I hate things, I, I I'm really bad at proving why. Do me a favor. Right. Never fight for our country. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. Well, that's the thing. Like if if I were to ever talk like politics or something, like, regardless yeah. of anybody's opinion, I lose because I can't form sure. you know opinions on it. But yeah, with with the, with the golden lights, there there's just something that was just um you know. Di- it was it was it was not genuine for me i mean do you that feel team. that that oh, i don't want to actually we can probably get into this on another time i don't want yeah. i don't want to dwell too much on that uh you're wrong but anyway going back to <laughs> no no, no. I, I, I'll, I'll, my thesis is i fell in love with the meme of like oh my god they're good <laughs> and like continue to being good right and i kind of wrote that out so i'm right. not like a big fan of the knights but I, I i i definitely look on them generally favorably i think you know what it, you know what it really was i think it was like the the celebrity to it if that makes any it sense doesn't. like not a little no like well when they when they were doing when they were doing the cup runs and everything and like having like the celebrities uh you know like at the you know like the the beginning of the uh you know of the game and everything like Lil john you know jumping on stage and them doing like concerts and shit like that you know i for for me i was just like i, I it was just like really hyping up the sure. hyping up the team and everything, and I get it from from like a marketing perspective that's well. great that's great <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> Top okay, notch, for, uh, yeah, just just to get back on the Mark Andre Fleury aspect of this thing, uh, <laughs> you, if you're here's the thing. By the way, I didn't have I didn't say anything about Mark Andre okay. Fleury. It's a Dan thing. I'm, I'm, okay, I make this a Dan thing. Um, <laughs> here's the thing: if you look empirically, and I know that it's very tough to look past the fact that he murdered a ton of teams as a Penguin. I get it. He's a phenomenal goaltender. He is a first ballot Hall of Fame goaltender, and you can't. Mm. Are you serious? You don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Fame goaltender? No. Ah, uh, Dan, I was going to say, I got to kind of disagree with really? you on that as well. Yeah, Are you absolutely. kidding me, Dan? Yeah, I mean, you're... Okay. Right now, give me give me your, give me your three goaltenders better than him in the NHL right now. I mean, for me, I mean, Corey Crawford is is absolutely one of them. Uh, I would say Vasilevsky, for sure. In spite of him not having I'll agree with I'll, I'll I, give I think, you Vasilevsky. Bar none, he is, he is definitely pretty a better, phenomenal. better goaltender. Who's, um, why can't I think of his name now? The Rangers goalie. Oh, Lundqvist? Yeah, Lundqvist is better than him. I, I do think... Lundqvist, is, I believe, is also a Hall of Famer. I'll give you... Uh, for sure. Definitely. I, I uh, Right now, though, I'd much rather have Flurry. Are you kidding me? I would... Uh, right now, probably. Yeah, I definitely. will give you that. Yeah, you, you definitely want to... Ha- you would definitely want to have Flurry now. Like, I'm naming... I'm not saying the guy's trash. It's... it's I know. Everything's it's not We're, we're joking around. But sure, I, sure. I don't consider him a first ballot Hall I think, of Famer. I think he's first ballot. I, I was going to say, Mike, I'm, I'm, I'm siding with you on that. Good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good. I mean, I, maybe did. my frame of reference for what the standards of the Hockey Hall of Fame are are not up to date. I, I, I mean, every Hall of Fame is a little are, different. These are obviously, you know, opinions and whatnot. But I mean, you know, he he has been a clutch goaltender, whether it be uh, fuck for for the Penguins or the Golden Knights, <laughs> both teams yep. that I fucking hate. Um, you know, I, yeah, I, I do think he would be a first ballot in my opinion, but you know, as far as better goaltenders and, and more so uh, first ballot, I, I mean, you know, I think, you know, fuck, you know, Lundquist, 
you know, over over Flurry for sure, in spite of him never winning a cup, which is, uh, even as somebody who hates the rags, I think that's a damn shame that he has no cup, and he doesn't want to leave New York to get that cup. Controversial you know I mean? opinion. I, 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 I mean, this is kind of goes across all sports. I really, and I don't think that a, this might be a really dumb opinion, but it's mine. All so. of yours are. Yeah, it's fair. Um, but... I don't think you need to win a championship to be to be considered one of the best of all time because no. there's so especially in a game like hockey where yeah you've got to be pretty fucking good yeah I'm not, well even that but it's like dude what do you want the goalie to do score for you mm-hmm. you can play with the most bum ass offense and still and you know like you yeah you keep like a goalie's job at base minimum is to keep your team in the game as Dominic Kosciuk said. I stopped the puck. I love him. Yeah. Again, another another fucking um, incredible goalie. But I mean, yeah. I mean, you you talk. I mean, you know, to kind of stick to the Rangers, you look at a guy like Eddie Jockman. You know, he's played uh, most of the seventies with the Rangers. Never won a fucking cup. Yeah. You know, and I mean, he's he's in the Hall of Fame. But if you you're going to tell I mean, me that Mark Andre Fleury with three cups is not going to be a first bout Hall of Famer, I want to. I want. I just. I think that's just a naive opinion. Now, you know, keep in mind. I think one of those cups was was also with Matt Murphy in. Uh, you know, it was net for the most part too. Mm. You know, yeah. Uh, so that's that's something to, to also sort of keep in mind. I mean, well, even, one, even, if not both, actually, right? Mm, I was gonna I say, don't know about yeah, that. I, was I don't. Say, know. I, 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 my my hockey. My, they had what? Two thousand nine, twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. Yeah, and I think twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen was was both Matt Matt, Matt Murray. They might, have, they might have did a tandem that year. I don't. I, I don't remember all that clearly. Um, I was gonna say, yeah. Of course, we're we're bringing it up and not even. All you right, know, you know, we're we're just like, like, let's does, stop talking about the Penguins. On he the doesn't have what any awards. Like name name the time that he's won anything, like a, like a Vesna or anything. Yeah, like that. he has no yeah. hardware. Like that's a big deal. I right. guess. Yeah. I, no, I, I think that's. I think it's a fair. And especially when you well. get to that conversation once they're. But like, out isn't of the, the league, cup that's a hardware enough though? Not if he wasn't the starting goalie. He was. Yeah, especially in the sense of like Matt, like Matt Murray starting over, over Flurry. You know, but he's also an empirically worse goaltender overall. What Murray? Yes. What? Yes. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding at all, Matt. You think Matt Murray's a better goaltender than Mark Andre Fleury? I mean, if you're if you're talking, get the fuck out of here. I can't. I'm fucking sitting here. I'm doing. You're my ride. (laughs) I am your. (laughs) You're my ride. I can't get out of here. Please don't get out of here. No. Uh, you know, I if if you're talking about those two series back to back, I mean, Murray was the guy. You know, I mean, like they won the cup in fifteen sixteen. He played two games and started one. And the next year they won the cup again, and he went nine and six. Mm-hmm. It's not Hall of Fame numbers, man. For, he's, I think that's he's sixty two and fifty one in the playoffs with Pittsburgh, and he's sixteen and eleven with Vegas. So seventy eight and sixty two. He's barely over five hundred as a playoff goalie. Well, what's a, what about he's the, been there a bunch? I'm of saying times, that, oh, so even that's the, great. I'm saying, but like you can look at his career stats and compare him to other Hall of Fame goalie career stats, and he's right up there. Yeah, I just don't say it, man. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, it is your house. Very, so you're he gets right. in. He gets yeah, in. Like I, yeah. I could definitely hear the argument that he gets in. I mean, are you somebody when that, you're saying first ballot? Like when I think somebody when somebody like screams first ballot, sounds sure. like this guy's like the absolute lock of the decade, and I don't think he's that. Yeah, I mean, just like, listen. I uh, Dan, like Brodor was like the absolute yeah, 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 lock yeah. of the Dan. World. Here's the thing: you don't know me that well, so the one thing you know yeah, about you're me, is, me. So um, what? <laughs> you, yeah, okay, actually, yeah. You know what? You both are the same person. Here's what so. I'm saying, though. I mean, maybe you might be the same way. I'm very hyperbolic, and I'm very passionate about this hyperbolic opinion. So we'll just roll with yeah, that. I didn't start like eight podcasts so I could yell about every. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. That is that is because I is, literally can't shut the fuck up. That's fine. No, but I mean, why am I in the middle of this? Go yeah, why is it a Mark Andre Fleury podcast? Because so, I because I made it one. So the round robin, the round robin. <laughs> 
when you like think about it, what really 10 is minutes round of robin? edited material? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, you can cut all that out. Yeah, the, the, it the stays ra- in. Okay. <laughs> the uh, yeah, so the the round robin. I mean, you're you're talking about the golden yeah. knights here. I mean, uh, you know, who do you see? Uh, you know, actually, let's do it this way. I mean, who do you see winning all three of those games? Uh, unbiased, Mr. unbiased, Mr. Abs. Of the first three, um, I think the Abs will be uh, the Blues. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know. I all my my picks seem really obvious because I mean, I think I think that wholesale the Golden Knights are a better team than Dallas. Dallas has played some pretty great hockey in the past year, especially mm-hmm. you know. Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah, like they're they're not a team to underestimate. So yeah. I mean. If there's a if there's a game that I think that could go either way, it, it would probably be that that Dallas game. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I mean I think I think the Blues beat I think the Blues beat the, the Knights. I think I think Avalanche handedly beat Dallas. It's I think it's going to be a really good round robin. I mean I don't know I'm I'm excited for that entire Western Conference um, playoffs in, in general. Mm-hmm. But I mean do you have any do you have any thoughts on on I mean, I, I hate picking the teams where it's like, oh, that team is clearly better. But I mean, yeah. and, and I probably shouldn't have phrased it as like, all right, who, what team's going to win all three? I mean, because they're, they're regardless of, of who wins what. I mean, how about those, this? those those games are going to be some top notch, sure, top notch games. How about this? Sure. How do you think seeding is going to fall out in, in the Western Conference? In the West? Yeah, give me your oh, one, two, three. Fuck me, uh, my my one, two, three, one, three, four. I said four quietly. One through four. I was like, yeah. I was like, one, yeah. two, three, four. Yeah. We can infer the fourth. Uh, looking looking at this up front, um, I want to go, let's say, uh, abs, blues, stars, knights. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I think I think that's the way I'm going. Now, again, like my, my knights bias, I'm maybe praying that they're on, on the lower end of okay. things, but See, I, I don't mean, know. My, my thought is that if I, you know, again, this is all gun to head guessing here, um, or estimating, uh, it would be Blues, Avs, Knights, Dallas, mm-hmm. I think in that order. Um, okay. And I think, I mean, I, I, in terms of, yeah, what are you saying? I was going to say, do you think the Blues are the, are the kind of team, you know, to, to sort of uh, go back to what you had brought up, do you think the, the Blues are a team that could do it again? I mean that. I mean, any, uh, dude, the NHL playoffs are such a shit show, and there and mm-hmm. you can't look at hockey without acknowledging there is a there is a luck factor in this. Oh, so agreed. anything anything come out, obviously come out on top. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think it's their year again. I think last year was so magical. It was very much like it was very again. I, mm-hmm. I, I attribute it to that kind of story is very similar to a well, similar in ways, but when I think of like the 2018 Eagles, where it's like. The story is too fucking good. Are you telling me that we're going to have that have that not not pan out for us? And obviously, as, as Philadelphia yeah. fans, we think that's probably not going to work. But I don't know. I I, I don't think that they're going to win this year. Uh, my pick. I, I if I had to bet like a thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars or whatever, mm-hmm. I I really think the Avalanche have it this year. Mm-hmm. I really do. I am in love with that lineup. I I think they are in a, a fan. And I think if we look at the teams that are going to be playing. I mean, it, unless it's like a Bolts, <laughs> I think the Bolts the only team that really in my opinion, would absolutely trounce them. I mean, mm. they are, they would have close lineups, obviously, against Boston as well. Um, but when it comes down to it, I, if you know, I think that is this is the year for the Avs, personally. Okay. Um, let's get Nate Mack a cup. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, well, on a similar note, uh, who do you think is coming out of the East seating wise? Do you think the Flyers are gonna are gonna raise past four? Um, I mean, if you're if you're looking at Round robin teams uh, one through four. Uh, my my guess, I I want to, you know, at face value, bolts, bees, flyers, caps. Okay, yeah, I think I think that's I and I, I think 
I think that's fair. Yeah. You know, um, again, my hope would be, my my hope would be like you know flyers, uh, flyers, bolts, bees. Yeah, I think but. I think you really I think the 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 bottom two being the most interchangeable mm-hmm. um, in that in that situation. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, Man, I'm just excited to have hockey again. I, I miss laying on my couch like a fat piece mm-hmm. of shit, drinking a beer and watching a Flyers game, and just watching hockey in general. So it's mm-hmm. exciting. Um, I mean, do you do you think that this is is the only thing that you're not doing on that list now is actually having hockey on? Ye- no, not play music and video games. A lot of video games. Too many video games. <laughs> I don't think you understood the question. Maybe I didn't. Okay. Um, <laughs> Well, no, I guess I will be drinking beer while I'm playing video games. I don't know. Let's not talk about my sadness that permeates my being. But, I mean, so, so Mason, back to someone that actually matters in this conversation. Uh, do you think that? <laughs> well played. I'm sorry, Fuck, Dan. Man. Hey, Dan, thanks for having me over your house. I really appreciate it. I didn't even know you were coming. It's very nice uh, uh, meeting shit. you for the second time and insulting you uh, in, front of, in front of people on pu- in public. Um, God damn it! Yeah, um, but no, like I said, I mean, I'm excited for hockey. I, I mean, yeah. I, I talked to you in the car ride over here. I think it's probably best just to call the season. I mean, how do you think this is going to affect the off season? Like, because have, have they? I mean, I might just be ignorant and missed it, but uh, did, have they announced any changes to the off season plan? So that's what I was actually going to bring up next. Was <laughs> that's uh, why I led you into it? Yeah, thank so you. I'm a good co-host. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Qual- quality co-host. So I really, you know, um, you know, to kind of lead into what happens really after the the qualifiers. I mean, we obviously they start uh, August first uh, again. The Flyers' first game August second. Uh, after the qualifiers, we have uh, you know phase two of the NHL draft lot- lottery, which is August tenth. Then we do the first round of uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs uh, once everybody's seated and whatnot, which starts August eleventh. Second round uh, they have proposed as August twenty fifth. Now these are tentative dates, by the way. So second round beginning August 25th, um, conference finals beginning September 8th, uh, Stanley Cup finals beginning September 22nd, uh, the last possible day of the final they have as October 4th, um, and then uh, the, the final thing they have on the calendar thus far is the uh, the, the 2020 NHL draft. Uh, as far as where we go from there, uh, I'm not sure if they're going to give like any sort of break because you know once you're in October, you know really you're you're already past the uh, the, the preseason of the NHL at this point and pretty much starting the um, you know you're starting the season from there. So not sure what any sort of break is going to look like. I know in some news articles they had brought up that they're talking about a start date, uh, not a start date, but really a start month for a new season 2021. Uh, starting in December. Um, now, if we still do an 82-game season into that, or if they just kind of bleed into the summer, just like we're doing with the playoffs here, I think that's sort of up in the air. Um, Dan, do you have any sort of thoughts on, um, you know, really, really either this schedule or even coming into uh, a brand-new season? Yeah, so when I look at this, like I see it a lot like the NBA because there's been a lot of talk about what they're going to do, obviously starting up around the same time. And both of these look like they're going to have their finals end up being in early October, where hockey usually starts, I think, a little earlier in October, and basketball usually toward the middle or end of it. The biggest day in the entire NBA season for the regular season is always Christmas. Christmas Mm -hmm. is always like the first time that you see a lot of marquee matchups. 
They book, I think, five or six games that day, and it's all the big matchups. Mm-hmm. And for a while, people have talked about, like, why don't you just start the season on Christmas? Mm-hmm. It would be so great, and it would move the season back to the point where you're not, you know, you have a little bit of time post the World Series. You're not in the middle of football season. Mm-hmm. Hockey and basketball usually start around the same time, and there's a lot of, you know, con- conflictions with that, especially for teams like the Flyers and the Sixers who share a building. Mm-hmm. And they've both seen issues come Christmas time because Disney on Ice is always in town yeah. and forces them to go on these extensive West Coast road trips because they can't be at home. As they should. Yeah. So the schedules need to work around that. So right. when when I hear things about hockey possibly starting in like December, in a perfect world for me, what I would love is, again, obviously I'm a huge basketball guy, but I still think that this would work out really well is – have the NBA start on Christmas and have this big giant day, you know, kickoff of all these big games and have hockey start on like New Year's Day, mm. which they always usually do like the Winter Classic or a Stadium Series or something anyway, and have this big celebration of the league starting. Like both of them can do it. I think it would be huge for ratings. I think it would be huge for peaking interest. And then you line it up to where. It's kind of the same way they're lined up now, but you're inverting it because if you just have them about a week apart, you're getting it to where there is no confliction, hopefully, between their finals. So you would line it up to where the NBA finals happen, and then basically like a week later, you're right into like the Stanley Cup finals, and you're able to give these things their platforms and the time and and recognition that they deserve because – even here saying that, like, I'm more of a basketball guy, there's nothing better than playoff hockey and mm-hmm. the Stanley Cup. Like, it's unreal. There's yeah. also two things to reconcile. One, um, regarding the Christmas Day start time for your NBA. Have you forgotten that Jesus is the reason for the season? <laughs> I Yeah, I forgot that a long time okay, ago. Yeah, it's fair. No, but I mean, the other thing, that need, the real thing that needs to be reconciled is at what point does this catch up to both leagues and when are we getting are we getting a shorter offseason or are you going to be playing less games right you're going to be and I'll tell you the answer it's going to be a shorter offseason because there's so much ad dollars going into these yep. games you cannot afford to cut that season short and well they can They're well I mean they have to, to now but I'm saying in terms of like where you have a choice the to problem make, with both of those leagues too is they should just play less games it would be much better but they won't because I, of money I don't well, exactly. know about that and, and even if you I, were yes, you even do. if you were to even if you were to cut the, the amount of games at some capacity, I feel like that would raise ticket that that's going to raise ticket sales for the for the fan absolutely. You know, so they're going to like you know I, I don't think that they would do that from a revenue perspective. I mean, you're going to lose you're going to no, lose you're going to lose you know, you're you're going to lose your late September preseason. You're going to lose you know the, the the majority of October, November, and and December. I mean, you're talking you know three months of revenue roughly that that you're losing from that all to start uh you know around around Christmas time. And then, you know, all of that, you know, millions of dollars or whatever is really just going to go back. It's it's going to you're going to see it in the in the ticket sales for sure. I mean, when, you know, on a say, you know, for for nosebleeds for a, for a Penguins Flyers game in, in a regular season, you might be paying like 80 bucks. You might be at like one hundred twenty dollars or something like that. It's going to be it's going to be another raise at some capacity. I mean, regardless, tickets, ticket sales are going to raise. It's just what happens. But you're going to see it drastically, especially if it, if, if the NHL or, or even the NBA decides that, OK, we're going to start. Um, you know, in in late December, early January for uh, you know for for the season, and then just cut the games to what you know sixty or fifty or whatever whatever the number would be. So, um, I think I think it's a, I think it's a great idea, but I think the the numbers uh, the the numbers would really have to to work out. Um, no, they won't. They never will. I'm just saying quality yeah. of play. 
you know, it's at like 65, yeah. 68, 70 games would be mm-hmm. significantly better for both sports than mm-hmm. 82. And the same with baseball. 162 games is way too fucking many. I'll agree with baseball for sure. Play like 120. Yeah. I really think if baseball could get to where they just they need a four-man and not a five-man rotation, the sport would be unbelievable. Yeah, But and fifth I, starters are so fucking bad. I think what sucks, too, uh, you know, not just the amount of games, but, you know, really just the expansion, um, you know, as great as it might be for the sport, I feel like it's, I think it's jarring, at least for me as a fan who's been watching hockey since he was a kid, you know, I think... I used to I used to know you know not just the players on the Flyers but I could probably read you the roster on the Blackhawks read you the, the I mean of the nineties read you the roster of you know the Detroit Red Wings and everything you know uh, when it was like what like twenty twenty two teams or something like that yeah. and and even talking to you know guys that like my dad that watched in the sixties and seventies you know I mean you're talking what well I mean yeah twelve teams with the expansion and then you know once you get into the the seventies you're still talking like fifteen to eighteen teams where it's a lot easier to know like the the top players and everything on there um, you know now it's it's thirty it's it's thirty one teams you know, soon to be thirty two once we include Seattle but the Seattle City the Rain City Bitch Pigeons right? <laughs> the Rain City Bitch Pigeons <laughs> yeah well yeah. hockey also is a very shallow pool of well, top tier talent right mm-hmm. and that's what I I mean, I kind of wanted to talk on that similar idea is that we were talking about the Golden Knights and how you are not super stoked in them. And regardless of whether you like them or not, I mean, Vegas has come out in droves to support that team. Vegas, yeah. Vegas, Vegas has, that, that team has yeah. proven that Vegas is a sports market, mm-hmm. not just outside, outside of betting. And we're going to see yeah. that with the Raiders this year. Or uh, whenever they, whenever, was it this year? Was it? I think it's this year, but... Yeah. I don't know if you're going to get the same reaction to them as the well, Golden no, no, Knights. No, no, no. You, uh, sorry, let me, let me rephrase that. I think you're going to see... I think you're going to see that that is more of a sports town with another sport there. And I think that's going to show more confidence. And not only that, but obviously hockey is a fourth-class sport in America. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would you not put it in one of the cities that spends that, you know, think how much money you spent in Vegas mm-hmm. on, a, on a yearly basis. Like, I, I, think it's, I think it is good for the sport to have that team. I'm not sure about Seattle. That's a very strange market to me. I don't know why they're going up that far. I mean, athletes would rather go and live and play in Vegas than oh, Seattle. Oh, for certain. You could pay me to live times. in Seattle. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I hear Seattle's wonderful. No, Seattle. Seattle's a. Seattle. I love The Last of Us too. So therefore, I love Seattle. <laughs> Seattle's a great. Seattle's a great town. I mean, if if you talk to anybody, I, I feel like they they miss the Sonics at some capacity. Yeah. You know, I don't. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you much about the the Seahawks. You know, uh, cute. No, I mean, the Seahawks had the best home crowd for yep. several years. Yeah. So I mean, they they. They want sports out there. Yeah. Absolutely. You yep. know, whether, whether a player wants to go there or not, it's at least a city that, you know, can rally around a team. Absolutely. You know, do, am I, am I going to be, you know, am I going to be rooting for the Seattle Kraken or whatever the hell they decide to, mm. is the name the of the team? Probably. <laughs> you know why I hope it's the Kraken? Why is that? Because it reminds me of those, those like fake midway teams and you play NHL hits and you can just right. make a team. The Seattle yeah. Kraken. Yeah. yeah. No, I I get that, but but I mean, it is a city that can that can rally around a team. Um, but you know, I I think you know as we as we were talking about earlier, like why I hate Vegas and whatnot. I think that sort of plays into it at some capacity. Also, I think just the expansion. Maybe that's just me getting older and not wanting to it learn is. other teams. You know, learn other teams and boy, learn do I have a political like party that. for you? So, oh Jesus Christ! So. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, we've been, we've been going for about an hour. I mean, just to, uh, just to sort of wrap this up, uh, you know, let's, let's go into, you know, who we think, uh, at face value, who's going to come out with the cup, uh, regardless of whether it's uh, East or West, obviously our bias here is toward the flyers, but of course, being realistic sports fans and realistic hockey fans, if we're betting our entire bank accounts. 
I will not be doing that. No, like, of course, no you, responsible person would. But live, I'm saying live that, your truth. <laughs> I think that is the the approach you should have when you're talking making your predictions. As the guy who knows the least about this, so that I don't ba- so I don't steal from either of you. <laughs> no, go ahead. Try to sound smart. I'm gonna say Bruins and Abs and Abs win. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Of course, actually. Uh, Mike. Of course, you like that. I do. Well, I mean, I would prefer if it was Flyers yeah. and Avs and Flyers win. Well, yeah, so would I. Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, no, I think that's actually a really solid pick. Um, I mean, as much as I as you know, I've kind of said multiple times already how how scary the Bolts are. I don't think they're going to win this. I don't think they're going to win the Cup. I think I think there's other teams that are. I think the Avalanche would be a compelling matchup. Uh, the Bruins are a compelling matchup. I don't think the Caps are good enough this year. I think they've lost a lot of their fire and a lot of their firepower. Um, that said, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of think I'd say the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, if not, I mean, I don't say the same. I'm smart. No, you are. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you shut know. up, Mike. <laughs> I literally, I was going to say, I'm just trying to side with Dan at this point. That's no, that's fine. You should never side don't with me. I'm not, me. A, I'm not, I'm not pitying you. I'm just trying to be a friend. I mean, at the same time, I could see, I could see the Bruins going against the blues and beating the blues again. I, I don't know. It's yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's really all, a, I think it's all a crapshoot. Uh, Dan, I, I think much like the rest of 2020. <laughs> My really thing is, is I actually yeah. think that I might like the Bruins the most from either side, but I feel like okay. the Bruins are going to go through how to get there. And it right. leads me to believe that a West team with talent could get there in better shape and have the advantage. What is it about the Bruins that I'm sorry? I'm and it's totally also confused. because uh, I don't know if we mentioned this, but so the two hubs are Toronto and right. Edmonton. Yes. Oh, we should talk about but that. But the conference finals yeah. and finals are all in Edmonton, so those teams don't have to travel. Again. Right. We should also talk about. I mean, do you do you think that? I mean, talking about home home ice advantage. Look at the Flyers' record home at home ice. Yeah. Now. I, here's the thing. I, I know we've talked about this a little bit in the in the uh, in our conversations driving over, but do you see that being a huge factor for teams that for, you know, I just playing out of out of state? I think early on you're going to see it as a factor um, as teams start to get comfortable with with the two hubs. Right, they're going to start to learn the they're bounces. Gonna, they're going to learn the bounces yeah. on the boards. Uh, you know. You know, even ice in in a lot of cases, you know, it's different in, in other um, in, uh, in 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 other cities as yeah. well. Uh, it, you know, other cities. Yeah, this Edmonton's ice is better than Toronto's. I mean, dude, New uh, York always <laughs> talks about how much better their bagels are. So who the fuck knows? <laughs> no, but you it's know, the, the water. The, 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 <laughs> don't don't tell Dana. Dude, that. but I don't know. You you guys have watched a lot more hockey than me. I watch most of the Flyers games, but that's about it. I don't watch a ton of out of market games. I'll watch mm-hmm. a handful. But especially with quarantine, I don't know if you guys have really watched anything, but the other day I watched our Philadelphia Union, and they're playing in Orlando, and there's no crowd or anything. So you and watched the Union. I was wondering who coons in for those games. Yeah, Steve. it was me. Okay. I was going to say Steve. And yeah, he hearing, hearing them communicating and hearing the raw sound of them playing rather than a bunch of crowd noise and... The announcers being overpowering. Now they still had announcers, sure. but like the the time they they did a good job of letting it breathe as well. Hockey's like the one sport that like I don't feel like I've had like the NBA. You can still hear a lot of their talk, but I'm still excited. Hopefully that they're not going to pump in a bunch of noise and we're going to get to hear mm-hmm. all the talk. I think yeah. they're the ones everyone's scared of the most because of the language. That I cannot gets well. used, and if they're even Jesus, gonna yeah. if they're if they're gonna have to pump in crowd noise because of like you know like FCC violations Jesus. possibly, but hockey. 
Milwaukee's the one that I'm really excited because I'm really like obviously I've been to games and I've sat up close and even sitting up close I don't feel like I've really heard much as far as like talking or communication I can hear you know the pocket I can hear the boards crashing and stuff right. like that but like I'm really excited if I'm going to get to hear that raw you know ambient mm-hmm. sound from hockey because yeah. I feel like that's the one that is like the most uh, like lost on people and we sure. don't get and I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Is I mean, that something you think like will exist or is it naturally a sport that like just doesn't really have it? Do you want to take that Mason? I mean I I, lo- I love chirping and hockey. I was going to say I, I I don't think Fuck it- you, Shorzy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's I I think it's one of the, the one of the other great things about the sport. I mean, obviously fighting uh, it's sort of, uh, you know, on its way out, mm. unfortunately, in my yes. opinion. But but one of the things that really hasn't left the sport and really can and cannot and won't leave the sport is the chirping. You know, I mean, getting into the heads of other players. It's something, you know, if like if you're if you're, you know, at ice level watching a game and you get to hear that stuff, it's it's fantastic. I don't think you really get that. In my opinion, you don't really get that with, um, you know, with with baseball and football too much. I, I see at least I see a little bit more camaraderie there. Not that there isn't camaraderie. I mean, football chirps all the time. It's yeah, not football is definitely. Well, I mean, you know, I, you'll you'll see other players yeah. like you know, especially at, like the end of games and sure. things like that. You know, especially like you know your your bigger games and even even after the Super Bowl and whatnot. You know, the Flyers or you know the hockey has like the the big handshake after the playoffs and everything. But you don't see too every once in a while. There's a little bit of camaraderie between two players, but for the most part, there's 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 a a bit of head. Remember that time there, that, sure. that that someone wielded their helmet as a weapon uh not off the top of my head no. really i led the league in penalty minutes and i was the only guy to take off my skate and try to stab somebody <laughs> oh, who was that that's that's, that's happy, happy gilmore. gilmore oh is that happy gilmore but, yeah. oh geez yeah. my bad no yeah. i was ever seeing i forget the player's name and then the browns was it the browns Oh, you meant in football. I oh, thought you were talking about yeah, hockey. I'm like talking, yeah. Oh, that was, uh, well, that was the defensive end. Uh, yeah, I forget his name. Like the first... We were talking about chirping. I mean, there's nothing, what's more chirpy than beating <laughs> someone with your, your fucking helmet? Beating somebody, yeah. yeah. No, but that I mean, was crazy. You're, you're right. I mean, I, I mean, just to talk, to speak again to, to, to Dan's point is, I mean, I love, and anytime you get the mic'd up stadium series games or the the winter classics, they're fucking fantastic. Oh, they're absolutely. Yeah. I can't, like, I, I'll be really upset if they pump in crowd noise unless it's like, NHL 2006 crowd noise where it's super bad it's, and awful then maybe it's, it'd be funny but like it's it's going it's going to be hokey I feel like if I, they I do guess Miles Garrett Miles Garrett yeah he was, it was uh, against Pittsburgh he tried to hit their quarterback with yeah. his helmet yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was funny I don't know man I I I love I love hearing the communication I love hearing the yelling I'm not sure I mean. It's such a strange experience. I'm wondering how much, like, I mean, we can speak from from being musicians of, you know, like feeding off a crowd. Like, there there is an aspect of wait, Mason's you know, a musician. Definitely. Are you in a band? Why? Yeah. Wait, no, Mike's in a band too. Why am I getting the heat? Because you're too sweet. Um, <laughs> and I was in a dumb Star Wars band. No, but seriously, there there's an aspect of like, you know, you respond to a crowd. Like, you oh, get you feed, absolutely. you get your energy, and especially when like you that when, time Mason fell off his stool. Sure, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I mean. We've all done th- dumb things and crap, but no. But my my point is like you know, I think it's uh, empirically when you look at the ones and zeros, it's really hard to say that one team has a better advantage mm-hmm. being at home having crap because you know, in, in a vacuum it shouldn't matter, but it does. I think it, I think it does. Definitely. So I mean, I don't know. I'm curious to see how what the intensity level is like. Mm-hmm. Um, not having 
you know, I mean, like you see Sidney Crosby, he fucking feeds off of the hate from the, when he's playing at Wells Fargo. So, yeah. like, stuff like that. Like, I'm wondering how much of that's actually going to play a, play a fact. <laughs> the one thing well, that... I, the one thing I, I, I'd like to think that the players are really stoked about is not having the audience yell fucking shoot. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be great. The entire game. God, that's the worst part. Then shoot again, it! Then again, because it's in Canada, it probably wouldn't be nearly as bad as most places. Sorry, it'll be shoot it, eh? <laughs> shoot if you want to, eh? Maybe pass it. Sorry. Sydney, how are you now? Good and you're not so bad. <laughs> oh, hey, sorry, there. Uh, I, I, you know, I mean, it, it's... It's it's not just a Philadelphia thing. I mean, it really is all over yeah. the league. It's you know, it's it, Canadian. Cana- unfortunately, Canadian fans are just as stupid as American. Oh, can fans, we isolate you know? some of our fans here? I, I, I'll do it real quick. Uh, sorry, let me let me rephrase that. Listeners, because they're probably not fans if they've heard either of us speak for more than five minutes. Right. But but I think there's a direct correlation between uh, people that or uh, direct correlation between the people that yell shoot on a power play and their IQ score. I think there's a yes. direct correlation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. fucking crazy. Well, what you don't understand is that they played NHL 2K17. That's true. That's true. And all their shots on the blue line somehow went in because they're playing on rookie. Yeah, and, yeah, that, and they pull the goalie halfway through. That's yeah, the greatest analogy. That yeah, is no, but seriously, I mean, uh, yeah, I think there's going to be probably an aspect of that. I mean, I'm just it's I, it's, it's going to be a blessing and a burden at some sure. capacity. You know, I, you know, sure. you're, you're talking you're talking about guys that have have played at this level and, and played to. A crowd for you know I mean you know even even early in their career I mean this is still a season where there was yeah. a crowd and everything like that and feeding off that crowd is is something um, yeah. you know but at the same time you know not having you know idiots yell shooter you know calling you a fucking asshole on the ice is, is going to be ideal. Are you really playing hockey if you're not rolling the dice on if someone's going to fall into a penalty box with you and fight you? <laughs> you know like I mean yeah I think I think my Hashtag tie domi high tie yeah yeah my 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 gut tells me that. You know the, the the competition level is going to be just as high as normal. Mm-hmm. It's just something that I th- I'm I'm wondering. I don't know if we're ever going to get that kind of uh, feedback from the players in interviews. I'm, I'm just. I mean, actually, I'm sure that every sportscaster is going to be like, "What's it like playing around the ground?" So, yeah. like, I'm wondering what what the honest answers are going to be. Right. You know what I mean, yeah. if we ever get one. Well, luckily, I don't think that many will be there. So, hopefully, we don't get too many repetitive, generic questions. Sure. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. it's pretty locked down. But I don't. Did we did we get clear answers from you two on cut picks to try to reel this in? Uh, oh, I, yeah, I was going to say you. Yeah. You, kind, you kind of just like you know stole my answers and like yeah, you know, added a couple teams. Well, I, yeah. I, I liked. It. I was going to say I, I liked your answer. Uh, I I think my face is going to be like a fatal four way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for for me, I want to say it's going to be uh, betting your life savings. I, I shut up. Uh, twenty it's bucks is be... twenty bucks, bro. <laughs> I have more than that. Uh, sick, bro. So, sick, bro. Uh, so I'm going bolts and abs in the final, and to go against the both of you, I'm gonna say the bolts. Not a goddamn all. chance. Uh, but, you know, just to, just to sort of change it up a little bit. Uh, I'd like to think that I'd like to think that the Avs are going to make it out of this, but I I still think I loved your point that there's a lot more to prove with the Bolts, and I think that's a fair assessment. Um, you know, I think the Bolts 
This is why and Mason's too happy go lucky. He is too happy go lucky. But here's the thing: the now, Bulls are good. They'll win. Now, <laughs> now that's that, how I yeah. at all. now what we've done, in case you are unaware, all three of us have said that the Avs are going to win the cup or are going to get to the cup, which means they're going to lose in the first yep. round. Absolutely, that we've doomed. <laughs> we've doomed my no, West. That Coast won't team. happen unless I put money on it. That, so. uh, don't, I see. I don't, see. Don't put any money. on yeah. My predictions don't matter. My bets do. <laughs> well, I guess. I mean, let's. I mean, we should probably end on a, on on a relatively positive note. What do you do? You like? Obviously, we think. Have you ever team... farted your balls out of your asshole? Uh, no. I didn't know that was going to come up today. It is going to. Um, no, but I mean, in terms of the Flyers. Obviously, any team can win. We've talked about mm-hmm. how the randomness of hockey, but what do you think the in this season? What do you think the ceiling is? What where do you, do you I mean? Do you think that we like you know? I guess what I guess I'm trying to ask is what do you think the likelihood of us getting to the cup? Well, the ceiling is they could win. Yeah, it's no, not, no, 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 that's why I'm, yeah. I'm rephrasing to it's what not do you think. Impossible. I'm rephrasing to what do you think the likely there was a the five thirty there was a five thirty eight projection right before quarantine happened. That yeah, I, but that's uh, but I'm just saying. But no, I don't either. But I'm saying if you're talking about a ceiling, yeah, when five thirty eight comes out with a projection that I think had the Blues and the Flyers as the top two teams to win, which is crazy to me. It it just leads you to believe that the ceiling exists. It doesn't right. mean that it's the probable is, outcome, right? Which is why, which is why I'm, I'm I'm rephrasing my question to what do you think the probable outcome is for this season for the Flyers? I think. Uh, by the way, regardless, I think this was a solid season. hundred percent. Yeah, we had that, that conversation. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. We've, we've had that. With that being said, I'd like to think that they maybe uh, they they get out of the second round and make it to the the the, the conference conference final. finals. Yeah, okay. I, think, I think they're out in the second. If, I think if we're asking too. what's the most likely outcome, yeah. it's out in the second. I agree with you. I think like the realist best case is the conference finals. Mm-hmm. But the ceiling is winning it. It, and it is yeah. there. It's not. It would not be the most absurd thing to happen. So, right. what do you think? We'll go. On, we'll keep it. We'll keep it short here. What do you think has to happen for the Flyers to win the cup? Carter Hart has to be insane. Has to be out of his mm-hmm. fucking mind. Like yeah. he has to. He has to jump from, mm-hmm. like, eventual franchise goalie to okay. This kid is in the conversation now of. Projecting to be a Hall of Famer, he has to make that jump now. That's hard. I mean, oh, do you think? Oh, do you think that's possible with with starting the playoffs? I I, I think how do you how do you show that kind again? Of- again, if we're talking ceiling, yes, I think he has that level. Okay. Do I expect him to do it now? No. Sure. Do I even want him to do it now? I'm not sure because if he does that, there's a very good chance that all of a sudden maybe he flames out. And this could be but his a cup like, a, cup, top year but a cup is a cup. Right. Yeah. But right. that's what it'll come down. He has to stand on his head, and Giroux has to have a run that makes every single lukewarm fan that has screamed about them giving him the C since day one. I hate those people. Shut up and understand that it's never been his fault. No, amen. No, absolutely not. But he, but he will like it. Can't like in a lot of seasons he's done so many little things that real ones appreciate. But he just hasn't put up the numbers that make your eyes pop out of their sockets since twenty ten. He would have to do that. Well, that's the thing though. I I don't when I think of a player that has to do that. I I think that's more. I think that's a Couturier thing. It's not Kateri. I think there there are other people like Voracek would have to do it too. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I don't think we're ever going to get like Drew is past his prime. Like we have to, that isn't, we have to agree. Yes, but he's still like, he is close. He's descending, but he's still very close. I'm a huge Drew fan. He's at the start of the descent. I'm a huge Drew fan. I think he's a phenomenal player. I think there's no one more deserving of the C on our team than Drew. I will die on die on that hill. Well, it also speaks that there's not really anybody else. I mean, <laughs> have it right now. I mean, it's very fair. 
Um, Again, I think I, you, I think you guys are underselling Couturier. I, I, I think that guy. Dude, is, I love Sean Couturier. Dude, I'm not underselling. Okay. He's just young. By yeah, the way, he is. He is. He I is. was gonna say like that. That was gonna be my next point. I mean, Coots has to to maintain what he's done all yeah. season yeah. in order for us to but get. But that's anywhere. my point. Though. I think he's he, he's already playing at a high enough level on his own that what he has already been doing is enough. Right, but I'm saying is he because he play because he's such a, a I think he's more like if you're talking about better two way players, Sean Couturier or Claude Giroux. I think it's very safe to say Claude or Sean uh, Victoria is a better two way player. Definitely. Yeah, and when you're playing, when you're talking about someone that has to play out of their fucking mind to get us to a but cup that, final, it's a two way game. But again, like I think, I think we're getting into semantics about it because I think we're all well, fine, with, Gir- fine with Giroux. Yeah, like my point, like my point isn't a knock on him at all. Obviously. Sure, my point is that he has to put up numbers so good mm-hmm. that even the biggest haters are like, "Wow, like he really fucking I, did that." Man, like, I, I. Because I, he because ha- he could do it. That's the thing. Yeah, he really could do absolutely. it. I don't. I just don't think. I think this team is so well rounded overall. When you look at the point spread across all of our players, I don't think we need to. Re- like when I, I yeah, so but to, I guess, we're talking you know, about winning the cup. Okay, okay, winning the cup. I think. I like, think. Like okay, let's say so they need to win six. Not count the round, round robin because yeah. it technically doesn't matter. They need to win. I, I assume everything after that's going to be seven. Yeah. Or is it five? Is it five, I, seven, I seven, 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 or is it all sevens? Let's say so they have to win sixteen games to win sure. the cup. Okay, so in sixteen games, he needs to have. I'm going to say minimum twenty points. He has see, to average a point a game, maybe a little bit more. I think. See, I guess I think it's the difference of philosophy. My view is that I think the younger guys have to step up and meet the the veteran presence more than the veterans have to put the team on their back. I think this team has has shown throughout the past year especially how much that the young players are being real contributors to this team. I think if But that's the thing about hockey that like that's that's why I'm saying points because yeah. I know Giroux as good as we've seen him score goals is sure. also an incredible guy to set them up. Yeah. So those He's young players those young players have to finish those plays. So they would have to step up too. Yeah, but exactly. but they've got to finish the chances he gives them. Sure. He's got to give them the chances. Sure. I don't doubt he'll give them the chances. So to your point for him to do that would also require other people obviously sure. i'm not saying it's to score 20 goals mm-hmm. he's got to have 20 points yeah so you need all those people to finish what he sets up which unfortunately during his career has kind of been a problem mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean you, you he's a guy that should be averaging a point a game you know at least a point a game for for the the you know what what he's sort of been built up to be over the years you know he has to be that guy now luckily enough we we have Coots and he's you know he's been consistent you have Connecty has been playing phenomenal this Kinecti year has been fantastic and by the way we haven't mentioned that like you know Oscar Lindblom who had a great beginning of the mm-hmm. season you know he's been out this entire time and the Flyers have still been doing fantastic sure. Nolan Patrick I don't think Nolan Patrick you know people have their thoughts on Nolan Patrick they do but I I think even losing him was was still something against the Flyers. Well, absolutely. So I mean, he's a talent. That, yeah, he's, exactly. Yeah. You know, the, good, the good thing for them is he's never really been here long enough for them to be too acclimated to him, so I don't right. think it was a big right. adjustment to lose right. him. But clearly not having that talent sure. out there is unfortunate. He's got someone that's got a high ceiling. He's another yep, guy with absolutely. a high ceiling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, You've seen so, him make some he, great plays. He, so could, he could definitely be, like, another, like, just a tad lower than Couturier-style player. Sure. Just to bring up a little one, higher upside offense, probably <laughs> one one other point in order to make the playoffs, and this is kind of a joke, but not really. Keeping Voracek away Robert from Robert Haig. Shut up! 
keeping Voracek away from the blue line, uh, you mm-hmm. know, keeping, <laughs> I mean, you know, for the past couple of years, you know, him on the power play at the blue line, how many times has he fucking lost that pass? It goes past him, and then we I don't think we saw it too much goal. this year, though, which was a big adjustment it, it was, that it was they good. made, I think Vigneault had seen it too many times, and he was just like, Voracek. All, on the note of Voracek, up, I know we had the chorus of people saying the trade Voracek. Voracek has, Voracek has had a great second half Absolutely. of the Absolutely. Yeah, again, that's, that's where yeah. I, I speak in jest. But, you would still you know, trade him? I would still trade him. Well, for what offer are you getting? Who's well, who? no, I mean the market's not going to be good. Yeah, you're not getting anyone for you. You were this right. year. We were, never, but I'm just saying I have yeah. no, I have no loyalty to him. I don't, mean, I don't have loyalty to him either. But I'm just saying yeah. in terms of like we're not getting anyone yes. worth trading uh, him. Yes, away. for sure. Yeah. The other, yeah. the other thing that's going to be tough for them too, as like a, as like a point B to it, is that uh, it's like Provorov is going to really have to. It, I think it's going to be tough for him as like the number one defenseman. Yeah. In this playoffs against the level of opponents they're going to play, and he's going to have to really have a solid thing, which I love the guy. Yeah, sure. And I believe in him, but like I think this this is going to be a big learning experience for him. So to expect the results to be that great might not be, you know, tremendous. And to see how his body holds up to it too, well, think it's going to be yeah. physical. Well, he's someone that's shown that he has the physical ability. To he play does, fucking but but I don't I, goddamn minutes a game. But yes, but playoff hockey is. is is a whole different story, and they're going to face a lot of tough matchups for him, and he's going to face a lot of big guys that can give it back to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, again, he's faced these guys all year, but I mean, my, my, I guess the thing I'm, I wanted to bring up is that the inexperience of the Flyers team overall with a lot of the young players, I think that's why, again, I'm not, I, I, I obviously it's fun to hope and, and to wish, but either way, this is, I think this is a very valuable year for the yep. Flyers because we are now getting a lot of these young guys into playoff scenarios. We get to see how someone like a Carter Hart, who we have high hopes for, uh, who I have bought in on, um, to to really show that they can handle the pressures of the playoffs. And if not handle it, learn from it. And that's a really important thing for this young team. So no, I agree. I agree. Well, I I, I think that's a, a good place to sort of wrap up. I mean, you know, hockey's back. We're we're definitely really excited. Uh, I was I was not optimistic about a about a given the the current current state of things. Uh, you know, with a with the the global pandemic and whatnot. But the what? Shut up. Uh, <laughs> the very, global pandemic of farting your balls out. Uh, farting your balls out. Farting your balls out. Dot com. Balls. Crazy. Uh, that that'll be our next podcast. But uh, but yeah, very excited for what's to come. Um, you know. Uh, we'll uh, we'll hope for the best for the Flyers. Uh, keep rooting and uh, and go forward from there. Uh, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks to Mike. Thanks to Dan for uh, chiming in. It's been a blast. 